Hey everyone, this is Pastor Danny, uh, your children's pastor, and I'm here with Rick Johnson, our facilities director. Rick, how are you today? I'm doing great, doing great. Very cool. Well, we're excited. We're in our series, uh, City on a Hill. We're talking about acts of kindness and yeah. personal evangelism. Love it. And so, Rick, I know that your heartbeat is personal evangelism, and I thought you could share uh, with our church and our listeners, um, what are your thoughts on evangelism, the importance of it, and why we do it? Well, man, it's so important. I mean, really, if you are spending time alone with the Lord, uh, you can't help but go give that to people in your area, in your home, in your family. We should be evangelizing first. Really, we should examine our own hearts, and then we should take that to our family, Mm -hmm. which is kind of a hard nut to crack. Evangelism with the family is probably one of the hardest things to do. But to go out and to share the gospel with people, I can't help myself anymore i can't hardly <laughs> walk past a guy sitting in front of the 7-eleven um i just want to say hello to him see how he's doing for a minute and be like bro you know jesus loves you can i buy you a cup of coffee yeah. whatever sometimes evangelism is just that one-on-one sit down on the curb with somebody and and share a little bit of your time with them and let them know that they matter that god really cares about them it's incredible you know from that scale all the way to like evangelism billy graham style and everything in between. Yeah. And so it's like incredible. We can evangelize on a small level and we can, you know, get as big as we want to go. Really, it's pretty incredible. Yeah. What would you say to somebody? You made a really great point about kind of we I think classically a lot of people think about evangelism as that Billy Graham, huge crowds, pack a stadium, but what you're yeah. saying is Hey, you can stop and talk to somebody at the 7-Eleven. Um, there's importance, value to both of those things. What are your sure. thoughts on the value of big-time evangelism and then everyday stuff? Well, I think big-time evangelism is hugely important for the masses. I Personally, I like to do look more one-on-one mm-hmm. or smaller groups of evangelism where I can really dial in on that one person, find out what's going on, uh, share the gospel with them. You know, we see people get saved on the street all the time because people just don't hardly stop anymore to care about other people. Yeah. You know, the guy at the stoplight is holding up a little sign. Once you give somebody a dollar, and I hear people, well, I'm not going to give a dollar to that guy because he might just take it and buy a beer. But see, you're releasing that from your heart. Once you give that dollar away, that's in between you and God. What they do with it is kind of their own business. But it's like we need to stop and pay attention to these people. One-on-one is a lot easier for me. Because I can really find out what's going on in that person's heart, find out a little bit of backstory on them. They can communicate back to me and tell me what's what got them where they are, what's really going on. We've been able to save some people out on wow. the street. Amazing. And that's like my favorite kind of evangelism is one-on-one. We It wasn't long ago we got a lady into treatment. She went to detox, got into long-term treatment. Um, we stayed in touch with her. You know, we have some amazing people here in the addiction recovery jerry jordan some other people yeah. in the church are like amazing connections that god's given me to where i have like a huge amount of resources it's not just me going out there it's like i can go out and connect people to other people women to women men to men i'm really you know i, I don't cross those lines too sure. much it's a pretty pure form of evangelism but just to go out and see what god is going to use us for that day it's incredible to see once we step into that God always shows up in those moments. He always provides amazing people for us to minister to. And like, 
It's incredible. I'm hooked. I can't not go out. I can't not go out. I can't not go out. You guys should see the look on Rick's face right now. He really does love this stuff. So your personal style, you really, your heart beats for that one-on-one. Let me look you in the eye and talk to you. So um, help me and somebody listening who maybe has the heart to do it but has never sort of stopped and talked to somebody because we've all been in those scenarios where you see somebody at the corner or you walk into the 7-Eleven and they ask you for something. Um, what What's going through your head? What's kind of your, maybe like your strategy, a couple bullet points for, for people like me to apply tomorrow when we run into somebody? Well, you know, um, I've taken my grandson out. He's 11. Mm-hmm. And actually, you did something, Pastor Danny, with the bag. You had a bag with a bottle of water and a granola bar. <laughs> and you were like, okay, go give us to a homeless person and let, let us know how that went. And really, it's like that simple. Yeah. A lot of people ask me throughout the week, they're like, man, I wish I could go do what you do. I'm like, you can. You really can. You know, Church in the Sun provides us with these cards that say, you are invited. Mm. And we have these amazing little, like, four-part principle gospel cards. Just a simple, what's the gospel? You should probably know what the gospel is before you try to bring it to somebody else. Rule number one. You can read the card. But I call them icebreakers, and I take um, men out Thursday night, and I take people out on the weekends, and we keep cards in our pocket. And I'm like, you know, if you're a little bit nervous about praying for somebody initially, take a little card and say, I'd like to invite you to come to church. Yeah. You'd be surprised how many people are really receptive. That sparks a conversation, and the next thing you know, the, they're they're praying for these people and amazing things are happening because the Holy Spirit shows up and we just like walk in that. Yeah. So it's really simple to go and evangelize. It literally is opening your mouth and saying, you know, how you doing today? Yeah. How's everything going? Yeah. Can I talk to you for a minute? You know, are you going to church? A few little basic questions and people seem to really open up a lot. It's kind of a rare situation for people to kind of. Uh, refuse our invitation. That's a great point. Or not too many times out there are people like not responding in a positive way to us. Yeah. If they do, they just walk off. Or nobody ever says anything negative to us. They really don't. Yeah. You know, I don't know um, if people have tried it or not, but I encourage them to try it. We have some outreaches coming up always. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you can contact me and I'll I'll plug you in with somebody. Yeah. Somewhere, some women like to go with women to evangelize. Sure. So there's groups of them. We have an evangelism network now that's probably about almost 400 people strong. Oh, all throughout Orlando. In Orlando. So it's, it's really, it's encouraging and it's really incredible. Wow, that's so encouraging. And so I actually have a couple questions to jump off that. Um, the And now keep in mind, everybody, Rick goes out with his team and by himself and I mean, it's daily. You know, they you kind of organize stuff weekly. You're out there daily. He really does talk to everybody. Um, Rick will run to Home Depot for something for 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 church, and he's he's making everybody knows me there. Making friends, <laughs> yeah. And but but you know, you said something that was so important is that you really don't get rejected very often. I mean, why do you think people are so receptive? I think a lot of people are sort of, even if they're connected to another church somewhere, mm. they don't really get the warm response. We're kind of spoiled here at Church in the Sun. <laughs> we, I mean, we are in such a great place. It's incredible. People can come here and they're just loved on. Like, if you really want to go to a church and hide out, 
that's probably the only time you wouldn't want to come here because we're not going to let you hide that much. <laughs> but it's like it's just like that. Like people are really responsive to somebody else. They're not used to having somebody just care about them, just yeah, take care about them, yeah. and tell them that Jesus loves them, and that you know by us stepping into their comfort zone in a little way, they really can see that God does love them. Yeah. And when that happens, all the chains and all the barriers, everything just falls away, and people are just like really receptive to prayer we can pray for people everywhere that we go yeah i'm very maybe one in about 50 people would say no i don't want prayer and they just keep refusing it yeah and I, that's fine i was like i'm gonna pray for you later anyway yeah. you know, so like, <laughs> whether you like it or not <laughs> yeah. i'm praying for you i love that so yeah. what is your when you're evangelizing when you go out even if you just meet somebody on your way to get gas or you bring a team out uh, what's your goal when you see a, a, a man or a woman sitting there? Let's say you see a, a, a young guy and you see him. What's your goal? Well, like I don't really have an agenda. Mm-hmm. Like I'm going to go and get five salvations today. <laughs> it's not. It's just not like that. I'm like Lord, you like daily. I'm I'm in God's presence. I'm in the Word, and I say, God, please use me somewhere yeah. today. And sure enough, I'll be pumping gas, and there'll be a guy on the other side over there. And I see him like, you know, scraping through his change and he's trying to scrape up gas money or maybe I'll, I was like, bro, can I give you a few dollars worth of gas? And here's an invitation to church. Yeah. And it's not even always about prayer. It's just about warm, welcome, trying to be Jesus to the people. Um, God will always put people in your path if you want that. Yeah. And even when you don't, you probably will. I don't think you're aware of it unless you're asking for it. You know what I mean? But I think they're always there. And so... I don't have a real agenda when I go out. I just want to go um, love. You never know. It's always something different. Yeah. It always is. You know, somebody might, oh, my God, my sister died yesterday. I can't believe. Or like we did a, a outreach on Mercy Drive mm-hmm. for Christmas, right? Right before Christmas, which was incredible the way that whole thing fell. God just had his hand on the whole thing. But my friend Tom Thatcher got a video of a lady that said, you know, last night I was praying that somebody, God would send somebody here to give Christmas to these little kids yeah. in this neighborhood. And there was probably about 60 kids there. And all of them got fed, got wow. presents, got loved on. And so, but we had been working for weeks to do that outreach. Yeah. That lady, literally, she prayed the night before and she was crying on the video. Yeah. She's like, I can't believe it. God really showed up. I was just praying last night and she was praying. You could tell she was the older lady in the community that was like, just weeping out of her window doing dishes crying for the kids in the courtyard you know while they're dealing drugs and all kinds of stuff's going on out there and so she just was like her heart cried out to god and we showed up how cool is that yeah you know god used us to be there it's amazing it's so beautiful so rick i know that um that you lean so heavily on the holy spirit and his influence in these moments um, can you help you know some of our listeners understand that there are times when you're talking to somebody and and what role does the Holy Spirit play for you in, in those kind of simple conversations? Well, you just you first of all, you need to suit up, you know, and show up. Get yourself prepared. We don't go out to like OBT at eleven o'clock at night without soaking in his presence for a good three hours yeah like we get together and we pray over each other and we just really just sit there and worship Mm. and let him just cover us that way we're taking him with us when we go yeah and you know as you walk out on the street uh he's there with you you can feel it when you walk up into a situation 
like in South Apopka where we just went, um, there were little groups of people that were sitting outside little burn barrels, smoking, drinking, hanging out. And you could, they were just kind of huddled up like this little dark crowd. And as we walked up, you literally could see how the atmosphere changed. Wow. Because the Holy Spirit was with us, like going before us, preparing a way. And people, they would look up and smile and set their beers down. Like, you know, that literally you could feel the atmosphere tangibly change. Yeah. And we prayed, and you'd be surprised how many people will start to prophesy over your life, will start to preach to you or give you scriptures that line up with what you were doing that morning or somewhere close to that. Yeah. Like it's incredible how God would use the people on the street to minister to us while we're out there too. <laughs> it's nuts, man. It is amazing. <laughs> well, I feel like this is this is God's heart, you know? I mean, yeah. in in really the word tells us that uh, Jesus said, right? The Holy Spirit will give you the words to say when you don't know what to say. Yeah. And God truly wants to use us to to love this world, right? That Jesus said the second greatest commandment right the first one's to love god and the second greatest one is to love your neighbor as yourself right. you know this was what jesus was all about even the P- apostle paul said that him and the other apostles they were eager to remember the poor yeah. so in closing this yeah. is going up you guys are listening here on tuesday uh, march 10th and rick i know you and your crew have something going this saturday uh, yeah. Saturday the 14th. Tell us about it. How do we get plugged in? So you can contact me or Tom Thatcher here at church. Um, Saturday, March the 14th, we're going to be in the south side of Apopka. Mm-hmm. This is going to be a ministry evangelism slash, I mean, we're going to cook food. We're going to um, give away clothing. We're partnering with a church in south Apopka now. So we're going to try to really empower them to stay activated in their own community. It's, it, it began about, you know, Ted Nix had a vision that he wanted to go back to South Apopka. We've done that like three or four times now, personally, but we're going to do an outreach in the community with some of their community leaders. It's really going to be amazing. Like God is moving in this thing. It's incredible. So, well, but, but you can just stand there and you can love on people. You can cook food. You can help with the outreach. You can walk around. I'm going to be walking around inviting people to come to the free barbecue. I love Um, it. And so whatever it takes to bring people together, to talk about Jesus, you know, I was like, that's what we're going to do. So I love it. The last time we were there, I kind of partnered with some people there that were giving away clothing from a church there, right there in that neighborhood. And I'm like, we're coming back. We want to partner with you guys and do like a prayer march with all of your congregation one Saturday. Wow. And let's do something big in your area for you that's yeah. going to activate your own people and to keep this thing going when we're not there. Yeah, that, so it's that's, really cool. That's really the kingdom. So South of Popka, Saturday, this Saturday, March 14th. Yep. If you have information, uh, if you need information, you want to be a part, feel free to call the church or you can swing by Tom Thatcher or Rick Johnson. Uh, you can even ask for me, Danny Phillips, and I can make sure to get you connected. They're giving away clothes. There's a free barbecue. You They're can, telling people about Jesus. You can probably meet us here at 10 a.m. Uh, that Saturday. So right. Saturday, if you're into it, yeah. Saturday morning, the, the 14th, come by Church in the Sun at 10 a.m. Yep. and they will get you connected. Well, Rick, thank you so much. You've been such an encouragement. He encourages me. Church in the Sun, thank you so much for listening. Yes. We will Amen. see you again soon.